welcome to the only podcast that's all about Fort Meade, our community, and life in the military. I'm your host, Joe Nieves. And I'm your co-host, Sherry Kuiper, and you're listening to Fort Meade Declassified. Hi, Joe. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Jasmine? Doing pretty good. Good. How was your uh, your weekend? Uh, pretty good. Didn't do a lot. Did what I assume a lot of other service members might be doing, or veterans, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Stayed home. <laughs> well, no, we did go out. We went out to a picnic with a bunch of other wounded warriors and veterans and stuff like that. We, okay. We had a picnic kind of barbecue kind of thing. That was really nice. That's nice. Did the weather hold up? Yeah. It, okay, was, good. it was really good. And we had an overhang. They had a bouncy house, which surprisingly enough was so hot because of it being like a tent kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The kids didn't even want to play in it. <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> they did all that, they, you know, they did all that coordinating to get the bouncy house and it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But everybody had fun. Otherwise, food was great. People were fun. You know, it's nice to get together every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the weekend... Just, Pretty chill. Yeah, watched uh, watched a lot of movies, watched oh, a lot nice. of TV. Have you seen the new uh, Jordan Peele movie? I have not. It's really good. I've heard a lot of great things about it, and it's, I really want to go see it. It's it's like I have to rewatch it because mm. it just it moves so fast. That yeah. I, I lost a couple pieces, but I'd go see it again. Yeah, it was that good. And I've heard I've heard he does a really good job. I I, I watched an interview from him about how he does his movies and what makes movies scary. Mm -hmm. Like even when they're not overly scary, they're scary because they leave the villain or the entity or the enemy Mm -hmm. to your imagination and lets your mind take over rather than them showing you what the villain is. It's more psychological. Yeah, exactly. That's that's terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. It's great because, you know, I've known him for so many years as a comedian. Mm -hmm. And then over the last, you know, 10 years, it's maybe, maybe 10 years or so. His movies are fantastic. They're just... Us, Us was awesome. Oh, I, I watched that this weekend too. And yeah. it was just, what was it, Lupita Nyong'o, like her character. Amazing, right? Terrifying. And her, her range of emotion too, mm-hmm. between both characters mm-hmm. is really wild. And I like how he has like some comedic elements of his movies yeah. too. Yeah. So it like, it keeps it light, but then it like brings yeah. you back in and just... And, you know. it, and I think that's what gives it such gravity, too, is that back and forth. Mm-hmm. It makes one side seem a little darker because it's so it's kind of a little lighthearted on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's really it's it's good. It's good. <laughs> but the movie we watched this weekend was Prey, the new Predator movie. We watched that. Actually, I had half watched it, half fell asleep because yeah. <laughs> it was so late when we watched it. But <laughs> I'll have to rewatch it again. It was it was excellent. It's one of my favorite Predator movies to date, and I've watched every single one of them. I mm-hmm. like I like them all. You know, even though a lot of them are rated poorly and, and reviewed poorly, I think they're entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like, the first one was, like, big. Like, the military guys really love movies like that. Just oh, yeah. Because of the way it is, but... It's, like, action-packed and... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this one was just... It was really good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Yeah, a fun fact, there's a Comanche audio of the of the of the movie. Mm-hmm. They provided an audio track in Comanche. Oh, which is really cool. Just like in the background or no, like... No, like an audio track, like you can watch the movie with Comanche audio. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. It's pretty it's pretty wild, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, how was your weekend? Oh, it was great. 
I don't even know what I did this weekend. <laughs> Sign of a good weekend, have, you know? I have, like, the, the mom, like, brain fog stuff going on right now. It happens. But <laughs> it happens. Uh, what happened? Oh, my husband started his new job at the Naval Academy last week, which That's is exciting. Cool. And I got to see his new office. It's a beautiful campus. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really jealous of him right now. <laughs> that you can walk out and just see the water. Yeah. Like, from his office. So. That's got to be nice. Yeah. yeah. But he loves it there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's That's like really a, cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet. I was going to say, uh, it beats my office, but I kind of like my office. It's like a studio kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. not bad. I mean, this is my first office, too. So yeah. I've, I've just been in, like, cubicle life the past five years. So it's <laughs> nice to have my own space. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. having your name on the door always feels kind of mm-hmm. good. More you know? air official yeah yeah yeah, exactly exactly but like i said we're back at work and Mm -hmm. we got a lot of stuff coming up this is a busy month for us you know we capped july off wishing a farewell to uh, colonel nyland and you know now we're we're stepping forward with a lot of new things and first coming this month really is everybody's going back to school right we're gonna have a lot of activity you're gonna see a lot of activity on social media you know, mm-hmm. with me, CYS. And, and I've seen we've posted about like the uh, Kimbrough back to school physicals mm-hmm. happening right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tune into the Kimbrough Ambulatory Care Center Facebook page. You can link over to a lot of their stuff, but they have, you know, the back to school physicals, which everybody needs. Mm-hmm. You're going to see me, CYS posting a lot, you know, sharing their renovations. They're changing over from buildings and stuff like that. And we're even going to have uh, Fran Jamison, who is the director of CYS, correct? Yep. Uh, coming in for our next podcast episode to talk about back to school initiatives that the CYS is doing. Yep. We're going to see mm-hmm. him just in time for everybody to get back to school. And we're going to have his episode airing soon. And mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on. Great news for our service members, uh, active duty, anybody who's getting close to retirement or uh, is in the middle of a, a medical separation. Um, we just recently revamped the now called Transition Center on, on the Fort Meade website. We have five, like five new pages or four new pages. Uh, we've completely revamped the retirement services to now be the Transition Center. We have pre-retirement, post-retirement, an SBP, Survival Benefits Plan, appointment request form, and we have transition services for those of us who are dealing with like um, administrative chapters, uh, medical separations, and, and the like. Tune into those pages. They have everything you could possibly need about retirement or medical uh, separations. Uh, new forms, new links, you name it. And if there's anything on there you see, you let us know that you need, we'll get it added to that page. That's what I do. I add stuff to the website. Make sure it's good for you, you know? Yeah, and then um, another thing coming up, we have the Housing Town Hall on September yes. 8th. Yes. It's really important to get out there and you know have your voice heard. We'll have the new commander here, Colonel Sapp, mm-hmm. Amy Stafford from the Housing office uh as well as the housing office or sorry the housing huddle and uh, members from corvius as well too correct yes Mm -hmm. and if you are interested in joining the housing huddle Mm -hmm. give amy stafford a call at 301-677-7748 if you want your voice to be heard that's the best place for it to happen you can let them know what they're doing right you can let them know what they're doing wrong and how we could possibly work together to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't forget to tune into the town hall. Well, today, 
Uh, we have with us Mr. George Matthews. He's the Employment Assistant Program Supervisor for the Army Community Service Directorate, uh, which falls under Family and Morale Welfare and Recreation, or FMWR, who's going to talk about the upcoming Spouse Employment Seminar happening on August 25th that ACS is hosting. So welcome, Mr. Matthews. Thank you, Jasmine. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm great. Super, super. All right. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, like what kind of expertise you bring to the table? Okay. So although I'm retired military, that was one life. But in my uh, post-retirement years, I spent all those years in Mm -hmm. some aspect of employment assistance. Okay. The uh, lion's share of that time has been uh, spent assisting military service members as they transition from the military. It's a very new thing for them, so therefore in some cases very, very challenging for them. Mm -hmm. But I have been involved in every aspect of that to include counseling, to include connecting them to jobs, uh, uh, actually producing job or coordinating job fairs, uh, helping them to practice interviews. And of course a very big part of that is helping them to write resumes because Mm -hmm. that is something very, very foreign to them. And Mm -hmm. so I've done that for most of the last uh, 20 years. And then in the last four years, I have been involved most exclusively towards spouses. Mm-hmm. That, is a, that is a different community and presents different challenges and so forth. But again, that's what I've spent most of my time doing in the last, uh, last four years. Okay. And it's still like an important demographic too because you know, well, spouses really... It's, it's a very important demographic, but one that can very easily be overlooked because all the emphasis is on the military service member. Mm-hmm. However, we absolutely know from numerous studies that the uh, mindset or the resilience of the spouses and their ability to feel uh, worthy and so forth play a big role sometime in a decision a family makes to stay in or not stay in. Mm-hmm. So the reality is that the care and the employment of spouses are uh, contributors to combat readiness just like the training ability and capabilities of the military service member. Mm-hmm. I think, and, and leaning into what you said about, about the, the spouses, is what I think in being overlooked when service members transition to becoming veterans, the spouses tech are usually the caregivers, the ones who make things happen behind the scenes. You know, and when they're active, obviously they keep everything running so the service member can focus on their job, you know. But absolutely, when they get out, what does the spouse do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, Joe, one, one of the one of the greatest examples of the difference between spouse employment and military service, service member employer employment when a military service member, especially once he or she gets above the rank, I want to say, of, of E5, let's say E6 mm-hmm. and above. Right. Every time they transfer, someone knows they're coming. Right. Mm-hmm. They'll be walking with open arms. They have an office. Based on your rank, you may even have a nameplate on your door and on your desk, whereby each time for that spouse, even if he or she is a federal employee, is going to take some more working behind mm-hmm. the scenes to make that work. One of the stories I recall is a nurse, uh, registered nurse, and she was saying that every time her husband transferred, then she had to go to a new location and prove to this hospital she's worthy of being hired. 
she got to show them her certificate. She's got to show them her track record. She has to go through anywhere from a six-month to a year probationary period just to kind of prove to them that I am this quality right. of, of employee. employee. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're significant. It's important, but there's definitely a significant difference between those mm-hmm. two things. So one of the things that, you know, for anyone who's retired in particular, we remind folks of is that uh, your transition should be a family decision. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to live? What's the job prospects and so forth? So you may go to a location whereby, particularly in today's world, you may have an opportunity to work remotely, and you can do very well and make a decent, decent living. Mm-hmm. Does that spouse have that same kind of right. opportunity, or right. he, or is he or she driving into town? And and again, some of the rural areas, this may include a two-hour drive, not mm-hmm. the kind of traffic around here, but still a two-hour drive right. just it's to get so just to get to a population center that may have those kind of employment opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember uh, my mom was an Army spouse for over 20 years, and just, like, seeing her struggle every time my dad got reassigned somewhere to find employment, and then by the time she got employment, we were already, like, about to PCS for the next location. So it's just like a... Yeah, so... It's just like you, you never really catch up with it. And no. I'm sure, like, in the time that she's... Like, he's been retired for, like, I think 14 years now. But it's probably gotten better. Well, one of the, I'm not sure it's gotten that much better, I mean, Jasmine. <laughs> but but I will tell the you that, that, that mm-hmm. one of the challenges uh, also is that, believe it or not, the, 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 the spouse community is full of folks with degrees and so forth. But what you find a lot of times, though, is that they got married young, or early, should I say. They took the first job they could get, regardless yeah. of degrees. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so here on Fort Meade and many military communities, you have spouses working what I call underemployment mm-hmm. because you took a job. And if you only stay in that job two years or three years, then the next time two or three years, we don't really, you really don't have a track record sometimes. So I sometimes see spouses who are in their 10th year since college graduation. At that 10th year, they may finally get a job that is in sync with what the degree is. Mm-hmm. Well, the reality is that at the 10-year point, you're starting out 10 years behind your colleagues mm-hmm. who may have gotten out and got those kind of jobs immediately. Mm-hmm. And so those are all concerns about, about spouse employment. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to the Spouse Employment Seminar. Okay. Uh, help everybody understand just how important this is and let them know, you know what this is all about. Okay, so so first thing to clarify, Joe, is why we're even having this mm-hmm. seminar without yeah. any details of it. Why we're having it? Right. We're having it because we realize that in many cases we may have these great prep programs, we mm-hmm. may have these great resources. Folks just don't know, right? For all kinds of reasons, as I said, sometimes you know, until you want to know that given day. And it comes by you day given day. Mm-hmm. You don't. It doesn't happen to you. Right. And so we have. We are now almost a year into a tremendous initiative that can help spouse with that employment prospect. And the numbers we've gotten from spouse does for are very paltry. We mm-hmm. actually. So although this program started out designed to assist spouses, we really have had more active duty service members who are who are transitioning or separating. Mm-hmm. 
as well as veterans use it than spouses. So the first and foremost purpose of this seminar is to share with folks what out there for them. And mm -hmm. so I will tell you that uh, this particular initiative, what my, my colonel calls uh, the employment initiative, is, is probably one of the better things I've seen in the spouse employment world in a while because it offers training and certification. We absolutely know sometimes that even if you got a degree, that degree sometimes is subordinate to your experience and your training or your certification. Mm -hmm. uh, that's true in the IT business. That is true in the cyber business. That is true in the healthcare business. And so speaking of healthcare, for example, you got folks who are what I may call LPNs that, that really do minimal medical kind of stuff. When in fact, that same person with some more training and certification may move to a medical assistant, which is a whole different ladder, and as, as well as the fact it provides an opportunity for further progression and so forth. So mm -hmm. again, the whole idea here then is to share with these spouses, these are some resources that are designed just for you. Yeah. And matter of fact, just recently, probably in the last month, uh, we expanded this to not only spouses of active duty, we expanded this to spouses of veteran, which also around, as you can imagine, at a post like me, is a very large population mm -hmm. because you got lots of retirees and veterans in this area. So again, the absolute number one goal of this seminar then is to share with spouses what those tools, what those resources are that are designed to assist them. And even though it says Army and Army Community Services, this is open to all spouses of this all. This is open to all spouses. Right. And so, you know, sometimes that's another one of the problems that we simply get, we simply narrow our focus to what a particular service has to offer, when in fact, this is for all service. And so mm -hmm. as you may be aware of, Jasmine, the uh, MSEP program, Military Spouse Employment Program, that, 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 um, that uh, embraces spouses from all of the services. And so mm -hmm. we definitely want to emphasize ACS just happened to be one of the folks that's coordinating this. Right. But this mm -hmm. is a come one, come all in mm -hmm. terms of spouses. So Navy, yes. uh, Coast Guard, Navy, Air Force, Co Co Coast Guard, Air Force, all of those folks. Mm -hmm. Again, and again, very importantly, spouses of veterans, folks who may have gotten out 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And they may have been doing something since then and they're kind of treading water when in fact we may offer some opportunities for them that they can use to move up. And, and, and I think I think it's very, very important to always be in a job where there is a progression opportunity. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, if not, then you can very well, uh, I would say that even become unmotivated because mm -hmm. the same thing every day, every day, every day, and you don't see an opportunity where you can go places. Right. The kind of training and certification that we are offering I think has a tremendous possibility to help you go further places, help you help you, help you move up the ranks in your pursuits. So you mentioned certifications will be available for okay. the people that attend this seminar. Right. What kinds of certifications okay. are going to be there? So first and foremost is IT. Mm. And IT is interesting because at least Joe and I are old enough to remember that <laughs> everybody was a desktop kind of guy or yeah, website kind of guy. I had a desktop. I, okay. I knew what floppy disks are. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. And, and they called them administrators. Yeah. 
They had no IT training. It was just somebody who knew more about how to do the computer than I did. Exactly. And the boss said, you know what? I point you. You are the IT administrator. Right. That has changed significantly. Well, desktop, for example, is the most basic interest into the IT business. You are not going to make my, you're not gonna not not gonna make much more than living wage being an IT from being a desktop person, mm-hmm. but with certifications though, for the higher echelons of that, especially getting into security, mm-hmm. it changes your it changes your entire outlook in terms of income and progression and so forth. We offer that. We also offer uh, certifications as I said earlier, in fields like healthcare, and or health slash medical care. Uh, we've all seen the commercials on TV over the years. You know, be a medical be a medical coder. Mm-hmm. That that's more yeah. to it than that. Okay, of course. Mm-hmm. And 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 so we can do that. And the key thing about and so before I forget, anything I refer to as far as training certification, it's all free. Okay. This is and, and so let me let me give you an idea though why this may be very important to say spouses, who's. Uh, military service member may be separating. Mm-hmm. So if you get this training and get the certification here, you've got it. Whereby if your landing place is Little Rock, Arkansas, the state of Arkansas or that particular county may not offer that. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereby once you get this here, you've got it. Right. And so that that's the beauty of, of this whole thing, the fact that you get, and in fact, uh, not take another area. Uh, again, I know that uh, Joe can recall this. Getting out the military, you're retiring. Someone says, what do you want to do? One says, well, I want to be a human, human resource manager. Mm-hmm. Well, what you mean you want to be a supervisor? Mm-hmm. That is quite different from human resource manager. Right. There's a feel for that. And so this particular program then is going to offer you an opportunity to become certified in what's called the Society of Human Resource Managers. Mm. That's a calling card. If you look online right now, at HR jobs or personnel jobs, mm-hmm. one of the things they're going to say, either mandatory or preferable, is going to be SHRM certification. Because if you got that then, that means you know the entirety of how, uh, you know the entirety of how personal system works. So for example, in the military, no HR specialist in the military determines your income. As I already said, uh, I'm an right. E4. I got a family. Been in six years. Mm-hmm. That's already set. Right. No one's going to determine your vacation time. You get 30s a year. Whereby, when you get out, then in the I say private sector, but even even in the government, not DOD, even the government mm-hmm. itself, mm-hmm. though, an HR person's involved in making kind of decision. They right. they classify you. They're the ones who say, well, this job sounds really good, sounds a lot. In fact, this is a, this is a GS7 job versus a GS9 job. That requires a skill set. Mm-hmm. Then what we offer then are opportunities for folks to learn those skill sets and make themselves very, very attractive in that marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one I will refer to, and, and again, this, this normally uh, probably involves more of active duty or former active duty folks because there are spouses who are former active duty. Mm-hmm. And it involves what we call project management professionals. Mm-hmm. And so, again, as all of us know, in particular, you know, your father knows that as military folks, we can manage any kind of program. Mm-hmm. Well, not to, up to next <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what do you do? So when you say program manager, program manager, I'm going, I'm, I'm your person. But the reality is beyond that, that is actually a career field. Right. 
it distinguishes your knowledge about processes, how to take how to take some project. And I'll get the best one I can think of right right now is the military response to COVID nineteen. Mm. That was not, although mid period of times, that was not a haphazard process. Someone mm. laid out, you know, right. what, what we're going to do, how how we're, how we're going to keep folks apart. Do we do we introduce teleworking? Do we okay? We do teleworking then? Does it require computers? Do we got to, all of that? All that's a process thing. The process, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what a project management professional do. And you'll find that uh, for some of our big contractors these days, the Lockheed Martins of the world, and so the General Dynamics, they will all have project management mm-hmm. folks. And those product managers are not your average bear. These are folks who know the complete process of how to take a project and how to bring that project to fruition mm-hmm. or bring it to success. So that's just an example of some of the kind of skill set we offer. Matter of fact, uh, one, I find one of the more interesting things we gave a person training on earlier this year was actually to be a, uh, a pilot. Oh. I was quite surprised. I said, okay, pilot? Yes, there, there was some things that he needed, very basic things, even move to the level of becoming a pilot. We, mm-hmm. we, provided, we provided that. And so I will tell you right now, in this program, if you don't see what we're offering, ask us. Mm-hmm. We may have it for you. Now, I'm telling right. you right now, we're not you a law school, we're not sending you a medical school, okay? <laughs> we, we, we don't have that kind of money. But short of that, though, there are lots of training and certifications out there. And I think that the great part of the seminar is just for folks to come and explore those things, right. explore what you might want to do, what you can do. Because one of the things that I found out, I found, or as I discovered, leaving the military, because in the military, my focus was so narrowly, very, very narrowly, or sometimes I was so narrowly focused, on, I didn't really have a good sense of all the kind of jobs out there. Mm-hmm. Not to do our spouses. They, they do something, they get into something. So, for example, I, I may say, well, I do not want to be a child care worker. I understand that. But be aware, though, there's also things as child care supervisor. Mm-hmm. There are GS-14s, there are GS-13s, but there are GS-13s on this post who are in the CDC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are child care center directors. So a part of this process then is to get folks to think about, to think beyond what they initially see. Right. So that's fascinating. And you talk about so many services, but you did mention how few people are pay, paying attention or, or tuning in or showing Correct. up. Correct. So with so much programs, aside from, like, for example, this, this uh, employment seminar, what other ways are you trying to reach out to to the community? Like, um, I hear you're going to be at the Health and Wellness Fair that's coming up this right. month. So I will tell you, Joe, ACS uh, as an organization mm-hmm. probably outreached our middle name mm. because we simply offer a not just employment assistance, a number of services that if you only have used one or two of them, you have no idea about the rest of them. Just so we much. continue to do outreach. So I, I'm on, or I participate in something that your uh, director, Chad Jones, participates in. It's called the Fort Meade Alliance. Mm-hmm. So at that meeting last Wednesday then, I got the name of the person who basically the head or the president of Fort Meade Wives Club. That one contact then allows me to share 
not only this workshop, mm -hmm. but share all the other employment kind of services or other services we have. So we are constantly in the outreach business. Mm -hmm. uh, you are both aware of the program called Acceptance Family Member Program. Yep. We call it mm -hmm. F&P. Well, F&P, along with my employment, my employment person, go over to PX once a month and then sit out front and talk to folks and pass out flyers. Because we know, you know, it's very easy to rest on our law to say, hey, we got services, you guys come. Right. Well, if they don't come, then what's the value of the services? Right. So we, we are constantly, uh, as you well aware, both of you all are well aware, of, once uh, every two months, we do a community council. We are on that council as right. briefers. Uh, two months ago, we went down to one of the uh, uh, secret school organizations after work to brief those soldiers about their reason. And, and the great thing about that, that particular event was because after work then, they brought their spouses with them. Mm, that's I, I, I got to tell you sometimes, sometimes soldiers, soldiers in particular, but military members overall, aren't good at taking things back to the house they <laughs> right. picked up at, at work. Right. You know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when you talk about poisoning or talking about destroying an ant population. So, well, gosh, the ant or the roach gets this, gets, gets this poison, take it back. Well, we don't quite do that in the military. We don't quite do that in the military. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I can give you a briefing. I can tell you something. You go right back home, never share it with mm -hmm. the spouse. And, and, and so that... So that kind of event was so good for us because we had the spouses in the audience and they asked questions sometimes the military didn't ask. Matter of fact, I said I spent a lot of time helping out military folks uh, leave, particularly retirement. And I can recall that uh, I was briefing down in D.C. for general officers on VA benefits. Mm -hmm. And the general was saying that, that one of the best things he did was to bring his spouse to the briefing because she asked questions. He's a different, different mindset. I'm, I'm not looking at that yet. So she goes, no, this has an impact and so forth. And, yeah. and, and so we are constantly in that outreach business mm -hmm. for that very reason. The fact that we have services that by the mere fact we have those services, it's not enough. We got, we got to bring folks in. So you all both also aware of the fact that ACS is the, is the organization who runs the bi-weekly newcomers orientation briefing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, what I've done then is that I send each participant an email about this program. One more, and so matter of fact, uh, uh, just last week then, unusually, I got three respondents who said, yes, my spouse would like to know more. We just got here, she's in between jobs, and I recall uh, one person was basically working at a at a pet store, when I saw her credentials, they didn't reflect pet store right. kind of work. Mm -hmm. Right. But but again, that military service member is not going to reach out to me until I remind him we have these kind of services. We can help your spouse, knowing that if his spouse feels better off, he feels better off. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and and so, and and while attitude and self worth really does really does play a role in terms of uh, all of this. But the reality for some families is the economics of it. Mm -hmm. They need a second job. Right. Yeah. And so we can, if we can help that other person then get that job, a better job, once you can transfer skills to, because that's also our big concern. Not, not, not every E4 who arrives at Fort Meade is going to retire from Fort Meade. 
Right. Mm-hmm. He or she's going to relocate somewhere. We want to give those spouses the kind of services they can transfer. We call transferable skills. Mm-hmm. And so that all, that all encompasses what we're trying to do here. Yeah, that's excellent. What I was going to say is you talk about outreach. And what we're going to start seeing over the next several weeks is social media posts on our Facebook and our Instagram and Twitter about this uh, spousal employment program. But for those of us who are listening to this, how can they get in touch with you? So I think, you know, ACS probably has about 11 programs to which you can contact any number of 15 people. Use me to do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Contact George Matthews at George.e.matthews, that's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S, dot C-I-V, C-I-V at armor.mil. I can then connect them to all of those other type services. And mm-hmm. so one of the services I think about is uh, in what's called Family Assistance Program. It involves new parent support program. So, you know, when I came along, and probably your, your father and mother also, you know, you just had a kid and you... Mm-hmm. Went forward. Mm-hmm. We know now that not everyone is created equal as far as how they would, how how to be a new parent. Mm-hmm. So this program then talks to new parent, advises them from the time the child is just in her womb. That's awesome. As well as being once they're born, because the reality is that in today's world we have lots and lots of stresses. We never want some child then to be hurt or harmed. Because his or her parent did not have certain parenting skills, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. and so I would say, and and based on what I've seen with my own eyes, that program really does serve. I want to say easily a couple hundred folks a year. Wow! And as well as once the children are born, then as an additional program whereby the parents can bring these children in, for what I call play date. Mm-hmm. Again, when we were young. It wasn't no play that you found someone to play with. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but but when you're into a new community and so forth, and you are a new parent, right? It's an there's a value just to go in and sit with other parents, right? Hear them talk about what the challenges are and and so forth. So again, ACS has a number of programs like that. Uh, I think another one that's very uh, well used is called uh, Army Emergency Relief, whereby uh, there's funding for uh, soldiers. And we also serve the Air Force. If there's an emergency, it can be a car repair. It can be a trip you got to take home because someone died unexpected. But but again, knowing the Maryland area and the high cost of living, a lot of times it may be that first month rent down payment. Cause, mm-hmm. cause I, because I can afford the first month rent. I can afford the security. Mm-hmm. So suddenly $1,500 becomes $3,000. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't have $3,000. Right. I just came here as an E4 from Fort Huachuca. And, and so services like that, but but not only, not only though is AR in the lending business, they also are in the counseling, in financial counseling. I'm right. tell you why. So why is financial counseling so important of all places on Fort Meade? Because a person on Fort Meade who goes around that finances could lose their clearance. Mm-hmm. If you lose your clearance, in many cases, you lose your job. Mm-hmm. And so we then have a program to teach them step by step by step what that process is. So those are just those are among some of the programs we have. Uh, last one I'd like to mention, though, because we've got, we got a function on the 28th of September. It is basically going to say the Citizenship Immigration Program, whereby, again, as you all well know, a lot of uh, uh, folks arrive here with foreign-born spouses. 
there are certain hoops they got to jump through then to become naturalized and all of those kind of things. And more importantly also, for employment purposes, mm-hmm. got to get a green card. Yep. Well, the reality is that many of us, so the service I'm talking about is provided downtown and Baltimore. But the reality is that many of us like going to military base. Because mm-hmm. I'm there, they, they focus on me, they'll right. get right back. And so therefore, we, we have a forum twice a year then, be it virtually or in person, for those spouses and their military service members, because in many cases also, the military service member may be uh, foreign-born. Mm-hmm. And then they get to have one-on-one sessions with these folks, what, what, what the next steps are and so forth. So those are just among the services that we have. And again, uh, contact me and I would share that with all of you. Just to circle back sure. to the uh, employment seminar, there's a mention of guest speakers that are going to be there. Do we know? So not who's... not a whole number, but but there are there there are, there are two key parts of the guest speakers. So so either the commander or someone from the headquarters from the from the command team would be the simplest walkman and so forth. Mm-hmm. Then I will be probably the the key speaker. But we're also going to have a speaker from Arundel County Workforce Development because she is going to talk about this program in more depth. These are the career areas we, we can help you with. Here's how we do it and so forth. Mm-hmm. So you you got a person who's the actually on-the-ground provider that can talk to this audience about what is we, we're going to provide. Mm-hmm. We're also going to have a little session on uh, my CAA. So my CAA is a program whereby the spouses of young enlisted, young officers, I think only C-1 for the chief warrant officers, can get two years of education paid for. Mm-hmm. Again, those are things that folks just don't know about unless they're into a forum what is talked about. We'll talk yeah. about that. Then once that's over with, then we didn't have breakout sessions. So I mentioned earlier about the the various certifications and so forth. So there'll be a team there. So if my interest is uh, uh, human resources, mm-hmm. there's a team there that can talk to you one-on-one about how you go through the process. If my interest is IT, here's who, who we have and, and so forth. And again, there are lots of IT providers out there. Uh, but for the most part, we're probably going to work with either Howard County Community College or Anne County Community College. Mm-hmm. The point is that those folks are going to be there to give you direct, hands-on advice about how to use their services. Okay. And that'll be August 25th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at Correct. McGill? Correct. Okay. Correct. And so if some of those breakouts break breakout sessions run past 12, so be it. We have the facility to do it with. It. Mm-hmm. And so we can do that. There will also be refreshments there. And so we're looking forward to it to be just a great opportunity to, 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 to make these kind of things known. And, and the other thing I, I want to share that's important is that a particular participant may not get all he or she needs. I mean, it may need it in the first place. But the key is they then can go back and tell someone else. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the goal of this and the goal of outreach then is the fact that it's spread the word. Because right. again, we continually have, you know, so we send we send notification, we send announcement down to the unit and so forth. But as I heard a lot of times, you didn't never, you didn't never said that, but shared that beyond they got it in the mail. Mm-hmm. We we get lots of e- lots of emails these days. But this opportunity, this thing on the twenty fifth, that was going to give provide folks an opportunity to learn stuff that they can then in turn share with folks that they know, and hopefully we all end up better for it. Mm-hmm.
Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as iTunes. We're also on divotub.net. If you search for it, need to classify.